for 12 years in a row. Ranking Arizona's number one most trusted referral network, rosieonthehouse.com. And we're privileged and happy to have you. And over three decades of Rosie on the House. Yeah, baby. All right, y'all, come on in. Come on into my house. I'm throwing the door wide open. I'm pouring you a fresh cup of coffee. Come in and sit down and get comfortable. There are seven million Texans wishing global warming was true. Dallas got to negative four. Ouch. Oh, baby, baby. Now, if Texas starts all moving to Arizona. <laughs> that was my first since, <laughs> since California's all started moving to Arizona, we're going to be packing them in here pretty soon, baby. Whoo, muzzy, muzzy. Well, our middle daughter likes to taunt all everybody she knows across the country and keeps posting pictures of herself in the sunshine. So they're going to all come. No, they are. They are. Beautiful, beautiful Arizona. Just... Just be thankful you're here, the great state of Arizona. We relocated here as a child in 1966 from the beautiful mud flats of South Louisiana. I thought my dad was nuts when we pulled into 56th Street and Thomas and said, this is your new house. I said, well, where's the fig trees? Uh, where's the pierogue? Um, where's the water? Where's the water? <laughs> uh, he said, well, don't worry about all that. He says, one thing you need to know, there are no skeeters here. You know, I said, okay, well, I'll give it a chance. And it took me a while to get to love Arizona, but man, I love Arizona. And I love the Arizona homeowner, and that's how, that's exactly who we come to do this show for every single Saturday morning for the last 32 years. So welcome to my house, y'all. You know, one of the things we like to do is send out a newsletter uh, by subscription only. We don't spam it to anybody. Uh, and we send out about 20,000 of those a week. And it tells you what's going to be on the show this coming Saturday. And we're going to talk about laundry rooms today. And I'm going to have to lean on Jennifer really, really heavy because I have a hugely embarrassing confession to make. The laundry room... I know for a fact is the room in my house. I've been in the absolute very, 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 if, unless I'm cleaning a paintbrush in the utility sink, I'm sorry, honey, but I am never, ever in the laundry room. Well, I can vouch for that, <laughs> but you don't leave your stuff Shame. on the floor. I appreciate that. Shame on Rosie. And you haul Shame the basket back and forth. We've that utility the- sink still works? Oh, yeah, baby. You betcha. Man, oh, man, it does. Listen, folks, I know if you're a regular listener of the show, we have a toll-free number that y'all have probably memorized, one rosie for you. But today, and today only, uh, because Romy's not here, uh, uh, Romy's not here, that leaves Rosie technologically challenged. (laughs) If you want to talk to us today, we'd like to hear from you, but you need to dial the phone number to our flagship station in Phoenix, 602-277-5827. If you'd like to join the conversation about laundry rooms. 
So I'm never in the laundry room except to clean paintbrushes or to dig maybe maybe to go in your cabinet and try and find some wrapping paper like I wrapped your Valentine's Day gift the other day. That was very nice. Wasn't An LSU nice? paper, yes. I know. Was LSU, LSU gift wrapping paper I'll for be. a Valentine's gift I bought in a truck stop in Lordsburg, New Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> it was special. It was very special. Romance yeah. doesn't die, you guys. <laughs> romance is still alive. It's now, little... in Lordsburg, New Mexico, oh, eh, I've been oh, through there. I don't know about romance. Oh, but... that <laughs> truck stop romance in Lordsburg. It's a little purple and pink gorilla. Is fantastic. <laughs> Wild thing. Wild thing, yes. <laughs> yeah, so I do love my laundry room. You took a lot of time. You know, when the kids were all growing up, I was busy homeschooling kids and all, and you were busy working. And we really didn't discuss a lot of things about the house. We were too busy to talk or visit. <laughs> and you came home one day and said, I'm redoing your laundry room. I was like, great. And I just could not believe the thought that went into that room. And it still serves us well. It's grown with us. And now, you know, with COVID, everybody's looking for places in their house. To, it used to be everything, everybody wanted everything open. Now they're trying to close it back down a little bit because everybody needs their private space for work or school or whatever. So if you have a decent-sized laundry room, and mine is not that big. What is it? Eight by... Yours, your laundry room is eight by 12. And the amount of th- things that you can get done in a room that size is amazing. As far as storage, organizing, and I even have a huge long countertop where I can craft or whatever. I still remember the the lady. Uh, we were, uh, uh, she was with one of the closet specialty companies at the time, and this goes back to I don't know the mid nineties or so. And uh, we had just recently done a really nice kitchen laundry room in the Arcadia area, and her name was Jill. And I said, Jill, I want to give my wife a new laundry room, and I, I want you to take all the ideas you pumped into this laundry room and just pump it into our laundry room. So I actually had her there one time when you were gone, <laughs> and it gave, her an, it gave her an opportunity to measure everything up, and she came back. But uh, we've kind of flipped around on washing apparatuses. Oh, well, it was in 1998. I think you came home with a— I got a knock on the door, and I had a brand-new Neptune Maytag washer and dryer. It was the first front loaders for residential use that had come out, and it was great. Boy, you can put a lot of clothes in there and everything, but that first round of washer machines, the motherboards were bad. And so I went through one. After about three years, another one, the guy said, you know, it's not worth replacing. So we changed brands, brands. after that. And so we're on our third front loader. Now, that's a sin. My mom just replaced <laughs> her Kenmore washing machine that cost her about $89 40 years ago. And she she just replaced it last month. Okay, well, there are some really great (laughs) things about the front loader. One is the amount of water they use. Those top loaders, 40 gallons of water to do a a load. That's a lot. That's five. When you have a big family, that is a lot of water. That's eight five-gallon buckets. That's a lot. It is. You know how many gallons for a front loader? I do not. 12 to 17. So a fourth. So I love my desert. I love helping with the water thing. Okay. So I don't, you know, I've I've stuck with them, um, and but there is one big thing I just do not like about him. It's made the, fr- me th- the front loader. Mm-hmm, it's made me threaten to go back to a top loader. Okay, what is that? It's that front gasket. Oh, I tried to replace that thing one time. I almost <laughs> ended up in the hospital. That's a two-person job. I think I job. broke three knuckles and took about. Four pounds of flesh off the back of my hand. That was a monster. It is a monster. But the, beyond that, they grow mold. 
They just do. And so there's all kinds of suggestions about how to get it done. You can probably find 100 different YouTube videos on how to get that thing clean. And uh, but it's That means happen. it's a problem. It is a problem. If there's that many videos on how to fix it. Wouldn't you think after 20 years they would have figured it out? Here's their suggestions. I'd they, like to hear from some of the homeowners. Yeah, what's sure. your What's your vote on washing machines? Top load or front load? 602-277-5827. So... Um, you, the, the biggest thing that you can do is just clean it regularly. Just commit to that. If you're going to buy one, you're going to have to clean it. And, you, that and this means, is the gasket that the door closes against in the opening yes, right there. Yeah, and it's not that easy because it has a like a valley in it, and that's where all the, the stuff grows. So the suggestions in the manual are leave the door open. Well, then the light's on. And what if you got little and the, kids? And the grandkids climbing. You don't want little kids climbing in there. <laughs> oh, no. You know, oh, so no. you don't want that's, that. To me, that's not an option. Um, and then... Uh, than just regular cleaning is and Clorox is one idea. Vinegar is another idea. You know, a brush. I mean, it's a big deal. You got to get on your hands and knees to clean it up. So, so we're not automatically going back to a front load when this one dies. I don't know. I I, I really would have a hard time committing to using the amount of water that's required because we still do a decent amount. And then the other thing we're is, down we're down from twelve loads a day. <laughs> this is true, but mom's staying with us now, so that's up again. Okay. And here's one thing I would do different too. I've always, I've always liked the washer and dryer being low enough that I can put all my stuff on it. You know, my detergents and all that, so they're handy. Yes. But um, with mom in the house, I you wish use the top of your units as a shelf. I do, and I wish I had bought the pedestals. It's not too late, but I would like to get the pedestals. So, because you know, here's mom trying to get down in that hole that's almost on the ground. On so. the front loader. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I would I would buy I would let go of my inner cheapskate, get the pedals, pedestals that you put them on. Yeah, and you know with the front loaders you can actually stack them, put the washer on the bottom, full full size, shelf it, and then put the dryer above, and they're both front load, and you gain that much floor space. Yeah. So if you, depending on your configuration in your laundry room, it may take some effort to move things around. For us, we'd have to redo some cabinets. Well, in our laundry room, the thing I thought was genius was the uh, uh, wire uh, baskets we put in. Those, pull, pull those, out are, wire baskets. those are cool. All those underneath were the counter. my idea. I just they really? Tell you. Oh, yeah, I'm impressed. I'm impressed. You have a light in your washing machine? Yeah, when you open the door, the light comes on. Oh, I don't. <laughs> so, but, but, you know, it, it, I, I've never had that problem because a long time ago with the front loader that I have, they said, you know, once you're done, open your door. And, and that's what I've been doing all that time. And the gasket has been lasting longer than most people, uh, most people, other people's gaskets. Okay. okay. All right. But, um, so, yeah, but I'm not going to replace it. We got two certified partners. I'll call on the phone real quick once it starts leaking. <laughs> oh, man. I tell you, do not try and replace that gasket. Or I, I can just tell you, I tried one time, and I gave up after about three hours. I was so frustrated, and I was bleeding all over everywhere. <laughs> and they last a long time. Holy they cow. do. They last a long time. The biggest issue is just keeping them clean. Okay. So front load versus top load. Mm-hmm. We're going we're gonna, to uh, diagnose that. Now, I'm a big fan on gas dryers. I'm a big fan on dual. I'll never live in a home that's not dual energy. Yeah, I love our dryer. We natural gas everything we can at our house. And I'll never live in a neighborhood that doesn't have natural gas. Well, the nice thing about that, too, is the fact that we super cool. So if I didn't have that gas dryer, I would never be able to get my laundry done. Yeah, it's another reason to go dual energy for sure. So the uh, sorting the clothes, and you've labeled all of our drawers so the kids know grays, whites, brights, heavies, towels. Mm -hmm. So everybody has a place to throw them. Yeah. So then when you when it's time to do laundry, you just walk in and empty a basket into the washer and 
you know, it's, it's just great. Instead of having piles all over the floor, that's a great thing. The utility sink, uh, like I say, is very useful for me. The exhaust fan. Uh, we actually have our laundry room on a solid core, inch and three-quarter inch door that closes against weather stripping. So uh, you close the door and you're not listening. I, I tell you one thing that drives me nuts is when that door is cracked open, I'm trying to take a nap on the breakfast couch, <laughs> and that dryer is telling you it's done. Yeah, bing, beep, bing, beep, bing, beep, bing, beep. bing, bing, <laughs> bing, 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 bing. I have tried bing. to turn that off. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one thing that drives me nuts. More on laundry rooms when we get back. If you'd like to join the conversation, join us at 602-277-5827. Talking laundry rooms here at Rosie on the House this morning. You can join the conversation by dialing 602-277-5827. We're currently doing a fairly significant laundry remodel with our little remodeling company. And uh, it has a pretty big cabinet package as a part of it that come out of Alabama. That truck beat this storm. By about six hours. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my. Yeah. oh, I was so happy when that truck pulled up at the job and delivered the cabinets as opposed to getting a phone call. Interstate 10 is closed, and your truck is currently parked at... Uh, at a Bucky somewhere at, in at, Texas. At, at Kerrville. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Hey, Bob's called. He's got a question about... Uh, washing and drying appliances let's see if we can bring bob into the conversation and get his question answered good morning bob morning i've had people call me that want to clean my dryer vent because they say it's a fire hazard and my vent it goes into the wall but it's not a straight shot out to the exterior you know it kind of goes up and then it okay and i've never had i've been in my house 27 years <laughs> and do you think have you ever seen a house fire from a dryer vent igniting you know what, Bob? If you'll Google most common cause of residential home fires, it's going to tell you it's a dryer vent. They do need to be regularly cleaned. I would never use someone that calls me and asks me uh, for anything. If, if they're calling me and asking me, you know, you've got hail damage, knocking on my door and telling me they want to replace my roof, that's an automatic indication they don't know me. I've got no relationship with them. I don't know to trust them. I don't know where their main operating offices are. I don't know who I have to call to worry about customer service or warranty. So, Bob, if you've been in your home 27 years and your dryer vent has never been cleaned, I would tell you to give Becky a call. Arizona Chimney Sweep? Arizona Absolutely. Chimney Sweep, yeah. 602 439 it is definitely that little lint. As a matter of fact, I recently had all my grandsons out on a camping trip, and I used dryer lint to teach them how to start a fire easily with a with a nine volt battery and steel wool. It is extremely combustible. So I hope that answers your question. You know, on the topic of laundry rooms, and I'm talking about how much you like yours. I have to tell you, babe. I have done one recently within the last couple of years that would knock yours down the notch. It is the most well thought out, and it's no bigger than ours, but it is the most well thought out inch by inch laundry room 
I've ever imagined. Now I can't even it, imagine. It's a it's a client in North Central Phoenix, and um, they they had recently moved here from Texas, mm-hmm. and they wanted to do a whole house remodel, but they had a family full of kids, and the laundry room in the home they bought was grossly inadequate for the work their laundry room was going to be doing. So I called a good friend of mine who I knew would be a excellent resource for kind of a historic central Phoenix home, North Phoenix home. And God bless Don. He turned what I thought was going to be a 15 minute meeting with the housewife and the husband on planning the laundry room. He turned it into a two and a half hour meeting. Seriously? Talking about one room in the house. And what did that look the like? The laundry. Was he just showing her lots of ideas? Well, he was asking a lot of questions. Oh. I thought he was going to turn a light on and strap her to her chair. <laughs> <laughs> Felt like a counseling session. He huh? wanted to know how every single inch of that room was going to be used. I, I think I fell asleep twice during the meeting. But you did get But I didn't get caught. That's good. <laughs> but when he came out with the design and we produced it and we finished it, I thought, that's the most knock-you-dead laundry room I've ever seen in my life. But I'm still not sure we needed a two-and-a-half-hour meeting to get there. <laughs> mercy, mercy. Nice. But it was complete. I mean, there wasn't one inch left out of that deal. So I think you recently went through a programming session with him. I did. I did. It was I did not know what to expect. I thought I was going in for a 15 or 20 minute meeting and it was two hours. Yeah. And uh, I had never had anybody ask me those questions and I had never even thought about those questions. So it was really kind of an interesting process. And every question he asked about this remodel coming up, I I, I was just reaching deeper and deeper and deeper into my billfold. <laughs> <laughs> but isn't that, it like that for any project? Oh, you know? <laughs> it almost is, Gary. It really almost is, man. Oh, mercy, mercy. So thinking through the space can do a lot and pay dividends. And you can really cram. I never knew how much function you could cram into an 8 by 12 lunch room. I'd like to see the pictures. No. (laughs) You're not going to see any pictures. I'm so sorry. All the Ajax in the world ain't gonna clean your dirty laundry. And welcome back to Rosie on the House. Where in this particular hour, we're kind of highlighting the laundry room. And you've heard Jennifer get on her soapbox about washing machines. Will we or won't we ever return to the front loaders? Uh... Would love to know your opinion if you've tried each one. Uh, I just know I've spent more on washing machines in the last 15 years than my mother, who with eight kids, spent on her top loader in 40 years. <laughs> I think if you uh, peek at line one there, you'll see that there's someone who is on hold with an opinion. Oh, okay. Um, hello, line one. Uh, Don? Hello. Oh, it's that Don. It's that Don. It's the architect Don here to defend himself. 
Oh, Welcome two to my world, Don. Oh, two man. and a half hour meeting, Rosie. Come on. The room, the room was the room was seven by ten or eight by twelve at the most, Don. Yeah, it was indeed. But the two and a half hours you will recall between your two naps also included. So I was caught. Dang it. Yeah, you were. Uh, well, you were sitting behind the client, so I could see you yeah. over their shoulders. Perfect. Perfect. They never knew. Perfect. Very strategic. Well, half of the t- half of the time was kid wrangling. Well, Gee, the kids were in a new house, yeah, and they were kind of excited. Well, yeah, they were excited. They're delightful children, but they were children. And we spent more time getting juice and going in and out and uh, roller skating through the kitchen. But you know what? I found that extremely informative. Well, why don't you explain to me what craziness she had to deal with? Minute by minute. Run the ship. Yes. Take, Take us through. Some of the questions, I mean, you literally just made her think through every inch of that room. And I could tell at moments she was a little pained by it. But I do know she was elated when we were done. Oh, yeah. It, it was a very, very good session. And it uh, <laughs> it, it uh, resulted in great uh, satisfaction. And you did a great job in putting the whole thing together and interpreting the design. And executing it perfectly. So what we had to do was kind of figure this out, not so much architecturally as thinking like industrial engineers. Because the programming session really centered on process. How in the world, ma'am, do you manage to get washing done? And that machine must be going every hour of every day in her world. And so what all my questions were for her in this particular case was, how does she do the laundry? And mind you this, Mr. Never in the laundry room yourself, (laughs) mind you this is how to involve the gaggle of kids in the process of the laundry. And so we not only had to program every step of the way from left to right on this long counter in the laundry room. Oh, that wasn't enough. We, uh, he, he, took oh, no, no, no. he took her 360. He took her 360. Well, it was 360 and then some. Oh, it was. The laundry process, as she explained to us, begins in each child's bedroom. And so the laundry extended out into the closets of the, the, the four kids where they were taught to separate their laundry types. And so then they could dutifully drag their little bags into the laundry room and dump them in the appropriate hopper uh, drawers in the laundry. And so that way, just like you said earlier in the program, uh, you, you didn't have to sort the laundry there. So we went through that whole process of uh, laying this thing out from left to right. So you have the washer and the dryer in the right spot. And then uh, it was uh, how to sort, how to fold, where does all the soap go, where does the ironing board hang, where do you do the ironing in this little skinny long galley room? No, you take it into the next room. Oh, yeah. 
the next room. We had to put a door into their family room because this was an old 1959 yes, ranch house that the laundry room was uh, accessed through the double carport outside. Exactly. So, you know, I, you know, I still haven't lived, door. I still haven't lived that, that project down. My, my uh, crew still calls me Mr. Clean. <laughs> and there's a picture of me on the refrigerator in the office. You know, Mr. Yeah. Clean with my head on top of that man's, shoulders uh because it was one of those jobs where i met the gentleman at the house earlier a couple weeks earlier i looked in there and he said how much to make a laundry room out of this i said oh about x well i didn't step in to the laundry room to see that the entire service electric panel would have to be relocated (laughs) so so it was one of those situations where rosie's presumptuousness uh Gave the job to the client for half what my my team would normally charge, but twice what the client wanted to spend. So I was in that, I was in that, I was in that that, that vortex, Don. Oh yeah, man. Oh man, well, Rosie, well, Rosie and his presumptions. You, the room you began with was too small. The little laundry room that was there from 1957 was too small. So the reason you had to get rid of the panel is you busted out the wall into the next storage room and so uh, uh, you were able to uh, enlarge it and make literally a factory production line of great efficiency and I might add thanks to the cabinet people who made made the uh, opportunities available for the wife's choices it's a beautiful laundry room it's pleasant we kept the window that was in there for both ventilation uh, and for uh, natural light. And uh, it's, it's quite a production line with style. Yes, it, is. it really looked great. Don, I have, a, I have a question for you. So, you know, we recently went through the process with you. We we're looking at uh, taking a home we own and adding a place for mom. And there's a lot involved in that. And Rosie said to me, you know, I have this meeting with Don. And I'd like you to be there. And I thought, you know. That was a mistake. I, I thought, I don't. I should I, have taken that meeting just with Don. I, well, <laughs> I didn't realize what was involved. I thought we were just going to be looking at ideas. That's, I had no idea. And so we, Rosie invited Mom and myself. And we, I think we spent two hours together. I was totally blown away. Um, you know, you ask so many questions that I hadn't even ever considered, that I wouldn't have considered. And... Um, then the the preliminary plans you came out came back with that's all I can think about I can't wait. <laughs> Jennifer but, never even heard of a she study. <laughs> I know I'm until so she excited. Met Don Ryden. So a I, she study, yes. Ah, uh, and with a little atrium out front. I I dream about that room. I never and I'm not a dreamer, so I never had taken the time to think what would I like if I were living here. And and Don asked me the question, what do you like to do? And and I was like, wow, what do I like to do? So I. I I actually pulled out what I do in my laundry room and we're putting in the, in the she study. But I, I had a question for you. Those questions that you ask, are those just intuitive from you doing being an architect for so very long, or is that part of the training of an architect? Would people expect that that would be the process they would get when they met with one? To a degree, to a degree it's, it's, uh, uh, it's kind of an outline, and, and uh, all architects kind of start from the outside and they, they spiral in. Uh, to the the center, so it's a 
it's just organizing it room by room or function by function and starting with the biggest ideas first and working your way down. Mm. Now, when it comes to doing your new laundry room, young lady, (laughs) we haven't even begun yet to Ah. program that. Now, for, for some clients, they like to have the specificity of knowing where everything is and how it all works. I did a house design for a gourmet chef. We designed her kitchen down to each and every chef's knife slot in every drawer and figuring out how how low to put the counter here for her wok to be used and how to have the kitchen aid um, uh, mixer on a uh, spring-loaded stand that would pop out of the cupboard and stand up right next to the counter. It was pretty amazing. But the most amazing thing that I want to take from her experience and give to you is to have a whole layout in the laundry room for gift wrapping. Yes, Rosie, <laughs> there is such a thing I guess. as a complete gift wrap station with all of the rolls of paper up underneath the cabinets, you, you know, usually where you hang your paper towels. But we had rolls of paper hung down for birthday, Christmas, uh, you know, every occasion. And rolls, uh, uh, drawers for bows and a big open area <laughs> where you could, uh, you could lay out the box and wrap it all up. So anybody can invent what they need. And the architect doing what he ought to or what she ought to is to be a good listener. That's tough. Well, you are are definitely that. Particularly in remodels, I always tell my my clients that I actually have two clients in a remodel job. One is the people, and the other is the house. Hmm. There you go. So I have to listen to both of them for the opportunities and constraints offered therein and help the people understand or make up their own minds about what their priorities are. Because you can have a wish list, a furlong long, but you're only going to get a yardstick worth (laughs) of affordability. So you must figure out what your priorities are in that room. So maybe you're not going to get the gift wrap station. Every time Don comes on, he blows my mind. I know. I know. He's just that way. So. I got to ask this question because we asked Becky, I did last time she was on. Don, who in the world came up with a dryer vent that goes up to the roof? That makes no sense to me. The architect who designed my house. <laughs> That's me. Oh. I, my, my beautiful bride, Lisa, here, and I were listening just a moment ago, and the guy called in with his 27-year-old unclean dryer vent. They were talking about Oh, boy. All right. It goes in the wall, goes up and out the roof. It has four bends in it, and it hadn't been cleaned at our house in 27 years. And finally, the dryer refused to dry. Yeah. That was our wake-up call. There you go. And so... I didn't know that uh, that dryer vent stuff was such great camping tinder for oh, campfires. Oh, it is. It's great. It, it, it makes your grandchildren think you're like, you know, the, the original wood-rubbing 
uh, Native American uh, fire starter. Well, Don, I'm glad you got in and defended yourself. I don't think I said anything in segment two that was insultive. Uh, I, I really, I really do think you're one of the best programmers. Uh, I'm just going to schedule your programming meeting when I'm doing something else. <laughs> well, a, a man Don and I worked with, God rest his soul, Bruce Kimball, he'd say, Rosie, when the client goes to Clyde Hardware to pick hardware, he says, here's my phone number. Make sure you call me with an emergency. I'm not going to sit through those meetings for four hours while they decide hinges and door pulls. <laughs> Don, uh, I'm glad you got in. Don Ryden of Ryden Architects. Don, why don't you give folks your phone number if, if they've got that home and that and that housewife that needs to be listened to for their project. Oh, sure, sure. I, it, it's always my pleasure to help folks out. So, uh, Ryden Architects, uh, give me a call at 602-253-5381. And the website? Or email, well, just, uh, just email me at don at ridenarchitects.com. Fantastic. Well, I'm glad you got in, Don. I, and I still well, think, thank you for I, the opportunity. I, I, I still think that's the best laundry room I've ever done, but maybe I've got one coming up in my future that'll beat it very soon at a home I'm near <laughs> close to me. <laughs> All right, Don. You have a great weekend, my friend. Okay. Take care, everyone. Oh, Bless man, you. Oh, man. Mostly this hour, talking laundry rooms at Rosie on the House. In the research I was doing for this topic in the past week, I actually found a new appliance that I had never, I've never installed one. I've never even had uh, someone specify it. Well, it looks like they're brand new. But Samsung has one they call an air dresser. Uh, LG has one they call a styler. And it is a like a tall, narrow half refrigerator that literally sterilizes your clothes or your kids stuffed animals um fairly expensive they're over a thousand bucks but uh, certified asthma and allergy friendly they will actually sterilize your clothes take the pollen completely out and off of them there's actually a place you can hang the pants and steam a crease in them which is kind of nice i like that uh, you can hang the clothes in there, and it, it's it's steam-generated. Well, I thought the thing that was interesting in looking at reviews, um, people hadn't had them very long to give you much of a review, so I think they are brand new. It would be interesting to talk to somebody who'd used one. But, you know, a lot of the clothes now have a little bit of stretch in them, and you kind of re- rely on that washing process to kind of bounce them back. Tighten them back yeah. up. Yeah. Yes. So what happens in that scenario i don't because, know oh because it's so new what is it again well it's you... it's a it's think of an upright appliance okay it's about half as wide as a refrigerator so it's tall and narrow and uh it helps sanitize your clothes or uh the kids or grandkids stuffed dolls uh it's a gentler and faster drying process for delicates it's more complete fabric care the steam cleaning is gentler than a washing machine and you really just plug it in and it's all built in and it, it, it can even be controlled by your phone so you can hang it in there and know you've got a dinner date and about four o'clock in the afternoon in 30 minutes it'll completely refresh and steam clean your suit 
Uh, I don't have a suit, but you're. I know. What you are those? Have, I know you have a suit. <laughs> yeah, I got a tux, and I haven't worn it in fifteen years. Oh, but uh, I like the fact that you can fold it, and it does its own little crease pants. Uh, Lots of potential for sure. We'll have to do a little research, and we'll let you keep you posted if we find out there. So worthy uh, investment. Can you put the clothes in there? Do, do they have to be washed and dried, or, or can? It's acting like it's a. It cleans them. I don't know. It'll it'll do a normal cleaning. A bedding, kids' item, heavy-duty suits, uh, down, time time dry, cycle times as fast as 20 minutes for just a a little refresher. So it doesn't need to be washed or dried, then put in. You can just put it in. Wow. It's supposed to be an alternative. So a shirt Ah. you wore on a cold day and didn't sweat in that you wanted, it's your favorite shirt, you wanted it ready for tonight's dinner date, you just throw it in there for 20 minutes. Bada-bing, bada-boom, ah. That's an expensive alternative to just picking out another shirt. <laughs> and really quick, while we're talking about product research, I just have to share this. Okay. Barbara just sent us a Facebook message on our Rosie on the House page. Go follow us if you haven't yet. We uh, post a lot of additional information on there. She shared with me a product that she found online called a prop and stop. And this is going back to the idea of keeping mold out of your dryer in a front loader. And it's a magnetic latch. That kids can't, it's childproof, so the kids can't pull it off and climb in the in the dryer, but it keeps it propped open just enough to keep that airflow going when you're not using it. So I think that's genius and something we should look into for the e-store. I will be the tester. What do they get for that? Can you see a price tag for that? $15. Well, well worth then, it if it works. Well, there's your... Okay, I'm going to try it out. There might be your solution. And we're talking about the flexibility of laundry rooms. You know, they really are being used... For a lot of different things right now, we've talked about the gift wrapping uh, section, and you've got a very large, full-height cabinet that we store all that stuff in. Yeah, it's great for homeschooling, uh, any kind of projects. I'm a, I'm a big uh, Creative Memories scrapbooker, you know, just to have all that organized in one place. And also, Carol mentioned there's a lot of people starting up new businesses, and they're a nice place to set up that kind of thing It's because it's away from everything. With all the houses being so open now— it's kind of a retreat. It can be if you work at it. You got to have that green screen app, <laughs> right? The ring lights and the green screens. But yeah, especially if you're spending money on things to improve your small business, like crickets, which is the printing software or nicer things. You want it to keep it safe and organized to make that better efficiency. But that's a great, great point. I like what I've seen in a couple recent laundry rooms is the recycle bin lives there. Oh. As opposed to in the kitchen. But then you'd so, have to walk around the corner. Well, depending on the location of the laundry room yeah. and how, how it relates. But but I like that. Dryer vents are important to keep clean. Remember that. I like our dryer that it vents right through the wall. Doesn't have one bend in it. Nope. Just boom, straight out. So laundry rooms. Well, I think we about knocked laundry rooms out of the park. We're going to be talking about cabinet storage and your topic at 10 o'clock hour, as well as maybe something we learned from Texas this week. Let's all be prepared.